if you ever want to understand if you are doing the movement properly, do it extremely slow and in stages. For instance, in this podcast episode, I go through the example of a squat and how slowing it down can really expose your weaknesses and your mishaps in your biomechanics of the squat. Stay tuned and thanks for listening. I'm Nichelle Thompson. Welcome to Everything is About Your Health, the podcast. I believe one of the most important things you can do for yourself is to be open-minded to learn. To learn about different professions out there in the world that links to your health, either directly and indirectly. For instance, I operate a manual osteopathy and cold laser clinic in Sudbury, Ontario, Canada. For those not familiar with manual osteopathy, it takes a holistic, whole-body approach to healthcare. It uses manual, hands-on techniques to improve all aspects of the body, including the skeleton, joints, muscles, nerves, circulation, connective tissue, as well as organs. Internal functions like metabolism, respiration, and reproduction can also be improved without the use of drugs. Here at Heat Therapy, Holistically Elite Active Therapy, we utilize BioFlex cold laser units to help accelerate healing on a cellular level. It is a light-based technology proven to be highly effective in the treatment of musculoskeletal problems and wound healing. We have had many success stories with this technology. People have avoided surgeries, reduced and eliminated medication, and reduced or eliminated all sorts of pain. So please, join us on this journey as we interview all sorts of professions and how they link to your health, either directly and indirectly. If you want to know if you have the proper technique for, say, a squat or to do a certain arm movement, especially when you're doing therapeutic strengthening exercises, corrective exercises, stretches, what you do is you do it very slowly. So if we take the example of a squat, for instance, if you were to perform a 10-second squat, what you're doing is you are actually exposing the weaknesses to see where you um, go wrong. Very, very basic in terms of squat mechanics, foot position, and even more basic than that is breathing. But that is another topic and maybe I'll actually go into a little bit about that after because breathing is very, very important um, and a huge important part of the squat, especially as you lift heavier and heavier weight. But if you're somebody who doesn't lift weight, you're not really into the gym, then you know you probably don't really care to listen to that part of the, the podcast. But either way, breathing is very important so you would get some value out of it. So going back to the foot stance, you want to imagine your foot is like a tripod, right? It has three points. And I go over this in a particular video on my YouTube channel. You can look up foot stability, my YouTube channel. You just look up my name, Nichelle Thompson. I leave my spelling, uh, the spelling of my name in the, uh, in the description below because a lot of people think it's Michelle Thompson with a P and no, it's Nichelle and as a Nancy and Thompson spelt without a P just to throw you guys off a little bit. <laughs> so in that video, I teach you the basics of how you can practice um, basically distributing your weight equally amongst the base of the toe, the base of the pinky, and in the middle of the heel. 
So when you get into your squat position, depending on your hip mechan- um, your hip anatomy, your knee anatomy, and your ankle anatomy, you will decide what stance is best for you. So for me, my feet are about sh- uh, just a- over shoulder width apart, so I need a little bit wider of a stance. My toes are pointing out on about, say, like a 15-degree angle. I need a little bit of that toe out. Now, what you're going to do is you're going to squat down for 10 seconds. So slowly, you're going to stop in phases. Squatting, obviously, if you're uh, driving, you're not going to be doing this right, but it's something that you would maybe want to try, and you're going to squat, 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 and come up. So what this is doing is, again, you're assessing, can I maintain my weight in my foot equally distributed amongst those three points, the base of the big toe, the base of the little toe, and the middle of the heel. So as you go down again, so reset yourself, prepare, make sure your weight before you do anything is equally distributed amongst the base of the big toe, the little toe, and the middle of the heel. Now the other point that I didn't mention before that I'm gonna mention now, now that's our second time doing it, you're going to try to engage the movement first at unlocking the hips. The mistake that many people make when they're squatting is they first just bend the knees. So what you are doing is you're putting a significant amount of pressure and demand on your poor knees. If you look at the anatomy of the musculature that supports the knee versus the amount of musculature that supports the hip, what do you think can take more load? Well, just based on the muscle size of the glutes alone, you would be right to guess the hip. So you want to unlock the hips first. So again, take that stance, that tripod stance with the feet, and you're going to unlock the hips first. Now, what does that mean? If you can, I'm going to get you to go to a door in your house, and you're going to slightly crack the door open a little bit. So you know it's a couple inches open. You're going to stand just, you know, about a a half a foot to a foot width in front of the door. Now, what I want you to do, put a slight bend in the knees. Remember that tripod stance with the feet. And you're going to lean forward, keeping your back and core nice and straight. And you're going to push those hips back as you lean. And you are going to close the door with your butt, basically. So you lean forward, back nice and straight push your hips back, close the door. Open the door again a couple inches just to practice. Set yourself up, tripod stance. And lean forward, back straight, close the door with the hips. So this is known as unlocking the hips. If you wanna get, if, if you still find that's hard, what you can do is you can kneel on the floor. So sit on your heels, bend the knees. And what you will do is put your hands on your hips and you're going to squeeze your glutes and try to come up onto your knees as if you're, you know, you're praying into that sort of position when you're on your knees. And now lean forward, sit back down on your heels. So this movement that you're doing at the hips, so see how you're just moving at the hips? Well, not just, but you're primarily moving at the hips. So this is hinging at the hips. This is what we're practicing, hinging at the hips. So now if we stand up again, get into that tripod stance, do that same hinging at the hip motion. Nice and slowly, again, 10 seconds, respect the 10 seconds. 
Really understand what you feel here and squeeze the glutes, push yourself back up. Okay, let's go again. Unlock the hips, tripod stance, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and squeeze 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Question, when you did that, did you feel your weight equally distributed the entire time amongst those three points in the tripod stance of your foot? If yes, excellent. And my next question to you is, do you feel any strain, pain, pressure, discomfort when you are going down into your squat? So for me personally, my ankle anatomy doesn't allow for a lot of dorsiflexion. So that means when I bring my toes up, so if I'm standing and I rise my toes up to the ceiling, that motion is called dorsiflexion. So basically, as I'm going down to my squat, my knee's ability, and or sorry, my ankle's ability to bend is limited because of my bony anatomy. It's just the way I am. So I have to slightly shift and make up for that lack of movement by either putting a little bit of a heel lift so it allows me to work around the squat with um, the limited ankle ability that I have. So what that does is because I rise my ankle a little bit or I rise my heels rather a little bit, it allows me to utilize the range of motion in my ankle that I don't have if that makes sense, right? So I'm taking away my ankle into more of a plantar's flexion. So when I go down, I'm able to utilize that extra little bit of wiggle room and range of motion that I don't have naturally. And now I want you to kind of just think the same. So do it again this time. Remember, get into that tripod stance. Keep your core nice and tight. Deep breath in. Hold your breath as you 10, 9, 9 eight, seven, tripod stance, five, four, three, two, one. Note where you have the tension and go back up. Squeeze 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And of, of course, as you do this more and more, you may get a sense of, wow, I'm warming up. The tensions that I felt the first couple times, I don't feel it. So odds are that's more muscular related. That is why it's important to warm up before you just all of a sudden go in and lift some weights on a rack, right? You have to warm up, do a couple warm-up sets, get the blood flowing, get the muscles warmed up, get the elasticity going in the tissues a little bit so that you don't injure yourself. So it's a, take the example of if you put a... Um, elastic band in a freezer, for instance, that resembles your cold muscles by really, you know, working all day, so not really moving, nothing's really too warm. Then you go into your car and you go into the gym. Well, maybe not now because we're in COVID. But if you were to just now go and sprint, you might pull a muscle or two, right? You have to warm up. It's important. So now imagine taking that elastic band out of the freezer and pulling it really quick without allowing it to warm up or slowly kind of, um, you know, moving it to get it back its elastic properties because it's freezing, right? 
So that's basically the point I'm trying to make there. You want to warm up. So the other thing, though, is as you are doing this, does is there a certain tension that you feel in the joints, in the knees, or in the hips? So if you feel it in the knees, you are still loading your knees. Most likely, again, I, I am not assessing you, but you're probably still loading your knees a little bit too much. And that means if you're loading your knees a little bit too much, you're not utilizing your hips enough. So go back to that door, leave it open a couple inches and start working on closing the door with your hips, close the door. Or you can even get a chair to sit on and lean forward with the hips, lean forward, squeeze and go and sit in the chair and come back up. Lean forward, sit down, and sit right down into the chair. So that way you have and feel more supported. You can practice on hinging at the hips, sitting down comfortably so you don't have to have that fear of falling. Either way, make sure you're respecting that tripod stance, maintaining your weight equally. A really good cue for that, if you still don't really have the hang of that, is you drive the base or you drive your whole big toe right into the ground so that you can help draw more attention there to your body and that sometimes is a very helpful tip that helps people to have a way more equal distribution in that tripod stance in their foot. So those are my main tips and you can take these tips that I said and apply them to other areas like I was mentioning before. So if you ever want to know where your weaknesses are, you do a movement, especially when we're talking about therapeutic exercise or exercise in general, you first do them very, very slow. So you can make a note, where do I feel the most strain, the most pressure? Do I feel, so say if you're doing band exercises for your rotator cuff, for instance. Again, I have uh, videos like this on my YouTube channel as well. You can do the exercise very slowly at like 10 second pulls and contractions and slowly releasing with 10 seconds. Do you feel your shoulder come up towards your ear? Do you actually feel your pec contracting? Do you actually feel uh, more your core contracting? Where do you feel the contraction? Otherwise, what happens is we kind of just mindlessly go through exercises, not really paying attention to the small little signals that our body is giving us. So that will be my challenge to you this week. If you're one of those people who don't exercise at all, or when you exercise, you're not used to actually paying attention and really being detailed oriented with your assessment towards yourself and how you perform the movement and the quality of how you perform the movement, this will really take your exercises to the next level and really help improve your biomechanics and how you move. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. And that's a wrap for this episode. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast if you found it to be educational and know someone who would benefit. This is Nichelle Thompson on Everything is About Your Health, the podcast.